It's time for the Mr. Wonderful Show. Here's your host, Mr. Wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mr. Wonderful Show. Very excited to be back with you this week. If you tuned in last week, you got to hear my buddy Zach Hilton from Haunter's Podcast, from Zach Speakeasy. Come on to the show. We counted down our top 10 films of 2021. A real fun conversation, and uh, it was joked back when that episode began as well that we were going to try and do the top film countdown and then talk our most anticipated top 10 films of 2022. Uh, Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, uh, it actually has now been broken up into two parts, so coming up here in a moment, we're going to get into the second part of that conversation with Zach, where we will dive into what began as our top 10 most anticipated films of 2022 because we both put together a list. We had 20 films on our list, but the conversation gets totally wacky and fun. It is a truly fun conversation, so I'm not even going to call it the top 10 most anticipated of 2022. And when you hear the conversation, you'll understand why I refuse to give it a top number of anything. It's, it's just our most anticipated films of this year. Uh, and one of those films on both of our list actually going to be coming out this weekend. Very excited for that. So should have a review for that film coming your way next week. And of course, uh, spoilers, I'm talking about Scream with Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette coming out. So we'll get to that conversation in just a moment. But before we get there, I do want to uh, kind of hit some things really quickly. Uh, We're going to get into Bob Saget here in just a second because I got to share some thoughts on that huge news that occurred uh, Sunday evening into Monday morning, uh, waking up for work and everything that kind of was running through my head. So I want to get my thoughts on that out there. But uh, I do want to say once again that if you are listening to this and you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button wherever you are. Hit the like button. However it is that you will remain getting updates on this show's weekly releases, uh, please hit that button, subscribe, and wherever you can, rate and review the show because the more you rate it and the more you review it, the higher up the algorithm and into people's, um, I guess, recommendations is where it ends up going. So uh, definitely share the show as well with friends, family, all that good stuff. Uh, And there are some big changes on the horizon a little over a month from now, in less than a month, the official stuff will start kind of creeping out. But a little over a month from now, uh, things really going to take a, not a drastic change. I don't want to say, I don't want to be like, oh, things are going to take a huge change. But some cool things are shaping up for 2022. And that's really what I, I was hoping when we started this show. Like I jumped into the launch of this show really quickly uh, last year because I went, hey, Get it up, get it running. Let's start going with this thing. We'll keep hammering it out and figuring it out along the way. I think we've found a nice little spot right now. And then I made the goal as the year was ending that in 2022, I wanted things to get bigger for this show in ways that benefit you, the listener. And the changes that are coming in slightly over a month's time, very, very excited for. Uh, very, very few people know what's happening. It's it's not even like a handful of people. And depending on how you utilize handful, because I know somebody that when you say a handful, they they literally mean like it can't be more than five. 
And I mean, like, it's not even more than five people know what's happening. Uh, it's it's a very close to the chest thing that's going on. So very excited for that to come. Uh, but with that being said, let's dive into Bob Saget for a second here and kind of the thoughts that I have, everything that happened, because the news broke Monday early morning. I, I or Really, I guess Sunday night is when it all started to break that Bob Saget had passed away. He was found dead in his hotel room. Uh, he was in the middle of a stand-up tour. He had just performed the night before in Jacksonville. Uh, he was found in his Orlando hotel room at 65 years of age. Police said that when they got there, there was no signs of foul play or drug use. Uh, he was discovered in the room sometime before 4 p.m. by hotel security. Uh, just a very sad situation that unfolded and a very shocking one uh, because I think, you know... I don't want to say 65. Wow, super young, but 65 is young. It's not like it's not like with Betty White. When Betty White passed away, yes, that sucked. But Betty White was 99 about to be 100. So it's it's shocking, but it's I don't I I hate saying it's expected. But you're not as taken aback when you hear 99-year-old about to be 100 Betty White has passed away. You're more shocked when you hear 65-year-old Bob Saget has passed away. So, uh, very shocking news to wake up to. I had already gone to sleep because of my schedule, so I was already asleep when the actual beginning of the news started to come out and hit uh, all the wires and, and hit the trades and all that stuff, and everybody took to social media. So, it was the first thing I saw when I woke up in the morning to start prep for the morning show. Uh, so usually when I get up, I, I start my morning routine, and at, at some point I get on my phone and I start looking to kind of have that, what did I miss when I was sleeping? And there's nothing that sucks more than waking up with the what did I miss when I was sleeping and seeing people pass away. But seeing people this big pass away, uh, People like Bob Saget who are leaving such an everlasting impression on the world. Now, I do want to talk about this as well for a second because while everybody's probably, you know, for the most part, a lot of you are like, hey, I, I grew up knowing him as Danny Tanner on Full House. And yes, I did as well. But I will be 100% honest with all of you. I didn't grow up on Full House the way everybody else did. I liked the show, but it wasn't my, I need to see Full House. I need to watch this. Not watching this is upsetting. I've seen episodes in syndication. I saw episodes when it was on in its in its initial run. And I always liked it. I respected it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't the thing where, like, I had friends that were like, oh man, it's the, I gotta get home. Full House is coming on. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home and play video games now or watch something else. And I partly blame that on... I've, I've had weird lookbacks on my life where growing up, my parents were born late 40s. Both of my brothers were born in the 70s. So I have this weird upbringing because then I was an 80s child. So I'm 10 years separated from my middle brother, 15 from my oldest brother, which to me, I... I have realized the more and more that I talk to people closer to my age that my upbringing was slightly different. I had more of an older upbringing. So 
while Full House was geared towards like people my age and, and around my age, I had brothers that were 10 to 15 years older than me. So Full House wasn't the show geared for them when it came out. So I was watching stuff with them. Like, I remember Cheers being more of a big thing. Now, you know, that's not to say Cheers, Full House, family friendly. You know, they're, they're both sitcoms and stuff like that. But that was kind of where I was raised is more so the bar scene show as opposed to the three dudes raising kids. Now, Three Men and a Baby I have seen, which is similar to the Full House thing. It's, you know, three men and lots of kids and babies. But yeah, so so Full House for me wasn't the, this is how I know Bob Saget, but America's Funniest Home Videos was a gig that I knew Bob Saget for and really enjoyed watching America's Funniest Home Videos and and that was my Bob Saget intake a lot growing up was more so that as opposed to Full House. Uh, I, I'm a huge How I Met Your Mother fan as well. I've defended the show's ending for years and I'm not going to get into a conversation about that right now except maybe because I binged a lot of that show to catch up to How I Met Your Mother when it was on the air for a few seasons, but love Bob Saget doing the narrator voice on that, like when he popped up as the narrator, or I guess he never really pops up, but when his voice happens to come on the television as the narrator, I was like, oh, this is really cool. You got Bob fucking Saget. Um, but I, I, I just, it, it's, it's a shocking passing, and, and here's the other thing too. So I knew of Full House because, as I mentioned, I didn't watch it, watch it. It wasn't my gotta see it, but I watched it enough to know him as the lovable Danny Tanner, family dad, America's dad, this and that. Watched America's Funniest Home Videos where he's talking to the general audience. For years, I always thought Bob Saget was a very family-friendly oriented guy. Where my impression of him started to change again, uh, having the older brothers came from seeing the movie Half-Baked. When he popped up in the cameo in Half-Baked, yeah, I had the reaction of like, oh, that's Danny Tanner. How about, well, what's Bob Saget doing in this R-rated weed movie? And then he delivers the best line of the movie with the, you ever suck <laughs> D for weed? Nah, I did it for Coke. Talk to me that, like, you know, when he delivers that line, it was one of those like, holy crap. Bob Saget just... Just talked about sucking D? What? And then that's when my brother and his friends were like, Bob Saget is not who you think Bob Saget is. And introduced me to the idea that Bob Saget is actually was actually a very dirty comedian, a very dirty conversationalist, which just opened up a whole other door for me with him. But uh, I do want to... Uh, be, but before, before we wrap up the Bob Saget stuff, I do want to say a very underrated Bob Saget film that he directed, uh, which, by the way, that Dumb and Dumber When Harry Met Lloyd movie is only funny in the Bob Saget scenes, his cameos. There's shit all over the wall. There's shit on my car. Um, my buddy Zach and me, uh, we've, we've talked that movie a few times because of that uh, and because of his cameos. So, you know... Just classic stuff from him and that. The only thing that really keeps those movies funny, in my opinion, and it's, you know, a minute tops of Bob Saget in an hour and a half movie. So, you know, an hour 29 of the movie isn't funny. One minute is funny. 
uh, and it's all because of him. But there's a movie he directed years ago. I know I talked about this movie back when Norm MacDonald passed away in that episode. But Dirty Work. Everybody forgets that the film Dirty Work starring Norm MacDonald uh, was was actually, and Artie Lang, was actually directed by Bob Saget. It was his big I'm done with America's home videos, a gig that he left in 1997. I'm done with this. I'm done with that. What are you going to do? Bob Saget, I'm going to direct this movie, Dirty Work, with Norm MacDonald that's based off of a Roald Dahl book. So, yeah, the guy who wrote Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and all those classics uh, (laughs) wrote the short story that ended up becoming the film Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald. Uh, and and I still love that movie. I watched that movie on the flight to Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. That was my distraction film because I don't like flying. So that was the movie I turned on on the first flight. Watched uh, watched that film. And it always makes me laugh. That movie always makes me chuckle. So, you know, go ahead, throw on your favorite Bob Saget thing, whether it's... I, I watched the clip with him and Chappelle from Half-Baked at least a half dozen times. Uh, the morning, the the morning of this news coming across my feed on that Monday morning while getting ready, I just kept watching it and laughing and laughing and laughing. Uh, but yeah, very very sad stuff there. And um, rest in peace to Bob Saget. Uh, I know a lot of people were very gutted by that news, uh, and, and rightfully so. He was a guy that had really has left uh, a huge impression on uh, my generation, you know. And it's, I believe it was. Uh, buddy uh buddy out there nick push that mentioned this on twitter that we got to start you know millennials older millennials younger millennials uh we need to start coming to grips and and even gen gen xers and all of that uh young gen xers and things like that like i find myself in that weird where i'm like i kind of grew up with gen x everything so I know I'm a, a more of an older millennial, but I'm I'm still close enough to that Gen X stuff that I kind of I, I crisscross in and out. Not like how young millennials crisscross into the Gen Z stuff. Uh, I kind of do that with the older stuff, with the older, with the younger Gen X crowd and all that. But yeah, uh, he he mentioned that you know, listen, we're at that time now where, yeah, I said Bob Saget at 65. That's it's a little shocking, but Bob Saget was 65. <laughs> to like. Let that sink in for a second. You know, we're, 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 we're reaching that point where within the next 10, 15, 20 years, a lot of these people that we grew up on, uh, unfortunately, are not going to be with us any longer. So uh, sad, sad to think about. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I can't even think off the top of my head right now because I didn't think too deeply on this because I, I hate kind of focusing on, on negative which is why we're going to get to fun and positive here in a moment, looking at the most anticipated films of the upcoming year. But yeah, I I, I cannot think off the top of my well, you know what? Maybe I can off the top of my head. Like Bruce Campbell's up there in age now. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to think about that, but that's going to be a day that's going to hurt for me. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's going to hurt. You know, but but we're getting to that point where looking at those those actors nowadays, it's like yeah, we we need to remember they're not. I'm not. A, a, a nine-year-old kid watching somebody in their mid-thirties anymore, or or their early forties anymore. I'm I'm in my thirties, watching people that are all about twenty-five, thirty years older as well now. Like Michael Keaton, growing up is is Batman. 
is Beetlejuice, is is a lot of the, is Mr. Mom, is is Gung Ho, all those things. M- Michael Keaton also up there in age. He's he's in his seventies, so it's like oh oh crap, like that realization, uh, having those things start to sink in, kind of. Uh, puts a lot of perspective in a lot of different things and too deep of a conversation for us to be having in this episode uh, because when we come back here in just a moment, we're going to welcome in my buddy Zach again. This is part two of our conversation that began last week. He hasn't left. He's still right here uh, waiting in the wings uh, to come on and talk about our most anticipated films. Not a top 10 list, not a top 20 list. This list goes beyond 20. This list gets thrown completely out of whack when we start realizing that we both have left films off that we were really excited for. So uh, get ready for it. Coming up next, Zach Hilton rejoins this program to talk our most anticipated films of 2022. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. I've been sleeping this whole time. Oh, man. And there's a new episode of Zach's easy out now as well and, and another one oh. in the bank so whew. god there's a hunter's just... podcast episode out yeah there's a hunter's out you can go listen to it's, wow. it's wild wow crazy so, times we're just on we're just doing so much right now we're thrilling people it's oh it's almost like <laughs> hmm it's almost like we should throw people throughout february and then just from that point on like at the end of february just yeah. start throwing people just <laughs> you guys know you guys know I couldn't be any more on the hammer with my teases. No, I, I clearly that. watched that video that said how to tease. <laughs> <laughs> Just end of February, all right? Something's coming. Dude, I am edging at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thrill me. <laughs> These are the crazy variants. <laughs> no, this, this is the sexy time variants, baby. <laughs> after hours, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, this is wonderful after oh, variant. I apologize to um, H's brother if you are listening to this. Because I know you listen. This is a side of me you have never seen. And again, I blame my friend Zach from Hunter's Podcast. I did nothing. Yeah, you just you just bring out the you bring out the Patricia variants, okay? You bring out the Karen. You bring yeah. out all of those. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> this is uh what what was the kid's name? What was the kid's name? Oh. Mm. Oh man, in split. What was the kid's name? It wasn't Toby. Oh, was it? oh, yeah, I think it is Toby. I this is the Toby right. variant. This is the, this is just the Toby <laughs> variant, okay? Yeah. Who it is, yeah. So, question: Are we just like hammering these out? Uh, you know what? I yeah. Let's. Well, you mentioned that you put ten of them in order, right? Like your top ten most anticipated. All right, I'm ten. I have my top ten as well, but I also have put together twenty. So we want to just hammer out like eleven through twenty because I have no order to my bottom. It's more like release date with those. Yeah, I I just looked at release date and then I just hammered excitement at the end. So my last my last I guess what 10 are just random. Okay. So yeah, let's get into it then. These are uh, anticipated films for 2022. Maybe some of these already came out because that last episode was <laughs> way way long, so we split this up into two parts. I said in the beginning we would do that. Yeah, this is I true. kind of figured it was going to happen. So this, this will is be true. Quicker, this will, though, be the quicker episode this week. So, uh, yeah, hammer out a anticipated a 2022, Zach. 
Okay, so starting at the bottom, just hammering it out. Uh, wait, hammering out all 20 or 10? The, the 10. The okay, 10. the bottom 10. 10. Your bottom 10. All right, of the bottom 10, not top 10. Okay, so I got The Lost City. I got Hocus Pocus 2, Aquaman, The Lost City, uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Nope. Uh, I got Fantastic Beasts. I have the... Uh, what the the unbearable weight of massive talent starring Nicolas Cage. I got Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I also have Lightyear and rounding this out, I got Scream. Okay. So all right, all looking right, all forward right. to all those. All righty. Uh, I believe out of all of those, you only mentioned three that were in my box as well. Oh no, four. Uh, so uh i had scream as well which i will be seeing tomorrow Ooh. uh yeah buddy can't wait to spoil that for everybody the oh, killer yeah. is on the poster <laughs> this is true i've seen that <laughs> yeah you know. uh, also in my bottom i had the lost city year plastic beast uh but the other ones i had in my bottom 10 thor love and thunder Mm-hmm. Knives Out 2. Mm-hmm. Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible 7. What's Uncharted? I know Uncharted. Oh, is Uncharted, un- whatever. Is Uncharted like you trying to get on a plane and they won't let you on? It, it's the one where Tom Holland gets <laughs> turned off the plane because he's Uncharted no, to go on no, the plane. No, this is a straight-to-Hulu Liam Neeson movie called Uncharted. <laughs> it is, actually. Actually, now that I'm looking this up, there is a Liam Neeson film about it uh yeah so, no you know what i'm you know what yes I'm i got you i got you uh, mi7 okay. salem's lot okay. uh, then there's a movie called don't worry darling from olivia wilde it's follow-up Ooh. gonna have florence Pugh, harry Styles. it looks like stepford wives style shit Ooh, that's so, fun. uh yeah i'm into that and then there's another the gray man with ryan gosling and chris evans directed by the russo brothers okay so i meant to put that in mine Yep. Um, so I'm taking away my number 10 and putting that there. Oh, what was number 10 then? Uh, Top Gun Maverick. That did not even make any of my list. Oh, you're... I, oh. You know what? And I'll tell you why before you get in, or I ask you why you're really anticipating it then. Okay. Uh, for me, it's the constant pushbacks and delays, yeah. kind of like oh. Morbius with me, has right. me just like... Okay, I don't care. There's other stuff that's actually been made for this year I'm much more excited for. I I understand that. I think for me, I'm already a Tom Cruise guy, obviously. So I'm looking forward to it. And I am a Top Gun fan. But like they've definitely done ill justice towards this movie. Unlike how we talked about last week with Free Guy, where they kept it fresh coming into the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Mission Impossible. Uh, So you're number 10 then. Will now be the gray. Like will now the, be the gray. Yeah, that or Mr. Gray or whatever the hell it's yeah, called. Because man, I yeah. love the gray man. I love all those actors and I love the director. I don't even need to see a trailer, just give it to me. Yeah. Same. I mean, a lot of these I don't think we've seen trailers for. Actually, a few of them at the top of my list we've seen stuff for. Uh but my number ten was the next Jordan Peele movie, Nope. Okay. I, it's on my list. I just Yeah. I mean, I am a fan of him. I'm not the diehard about it, but you've come out with two good movies. Let's go. That's yeah. That's why I'm I'm ready for it. All right. Uh, your number, number nine. Number nine, Jurassic World, uh, Dominion. Uh, okay. I mean, 
I love the first one. I like the second one. So I'm ready for like not only a trilogy wrap up, but maybe a saga. See, and that is my number four. Ooh, fun. That's, um, sho- that's shocking for a guy that didn't like the last one. And this is why uh, it is my number four because of the things you said. It's going to hopefully make that last one much better. Yeah. Uh, it's going to complete the trilogy with Owen and Claire while yeah. also, like you said, hopefully wrapping up the saga as a whole before we get uh, Fast and the Furious 10 or 11, whichever one it is, uh, Vin Diesel riding blue uh, <laughs> for the crossover that now begins in the Fast and the Furious uh, no, Jurassic no. Park world universe. Fast uh, and listen, Furious world. Listen, yes! <laughs> I can already see the ride at Universal. I can already see the dinosaur silhouette trying to eat Vin Diesel's silhouette. Yes. <laughs> oh, fairly blue. Fairly. <laughs> Manipulation. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Blue just spoke. Anyone full Blue Johnson? <laughs> Why is but yeah, the, the fucking Blue is voiced by Dwayne Johnson. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! You're welcome, Universal. That's my my most anticipated film for 2024. (laughs) I told you we'll get the rock in here, and we just use sound clips from all the movies past. (laughs) They don't even match up. Like he sounds like the Tooth Fairy in one. He sounds like the Scorpion King in this sentence. It's all great. Oh, I'm in for this. All right, you can tell we didn't record this in one sitting. Um, my next one is Thor Love and Thunder. Um, okay. I, I like the last one and I'm very interested in the premise of this one. So let's go. All right. Uh, we actually skipped my number nine. Oh, um, my bad. But that's fine. I don't mind that. My number nine and I'll, uh, I am excited for Thor. That's why it made, yeah, yeah it, it made the my list. number 11. Yeah, it was yeah. number 11 on my, uh, but my number nine is the Fablemans. This is, uh, I don't know if you know about this. This is kind of like Spielberg's semi-biographical story about his childhood in Arizona. I heard about it. Isn't yeah. he also directing it? Yes, he is. And okay. Seth Rogen's playing like one of his own something like that. Interesting. Uh, so I'm, as much as I kind of railed against Spielberg a few weeks back with West Side Story, mm-hmm. this seems like the type of film that can pull me back in and actually get me to theaters to see. Right. Uh, I'm. I'm. In, you know, like the idea that Steven Spielberg in his 70s is about to go back to his childhood and create and do a movie on it. Right. That sounds like that's going to get very in the feels and very like. This is the Spielberg I like. This right. isn't you know Spielberg just kind of playing around with technology and doing what he likes to do, which is great. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah know, for sure. You know. Uh, and then my number eight was the Flash. Oh, nice! It's uh, number four for me. That's I figured I figured it was higher up on well, your list. What's really funny, and I give you credit. Like this is one of those things I want to get. You actually look at like movies that are just period like getting made, where like my list is uh, like dominated by sequels, reboots, or like spinoff things like that. So I give you props for like actually getting movies just by synopsis feels almost. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you say that, but then we're going to get to all the rest of them. And there's only one that's not 
Yeah, a I, I, I hear you. Something. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like with my list, all twenty of them, like it's only three movies that four movies that like hang on their own. Everything else is some kind of different thing. But yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds yeah. fun too. That Spielberg one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that one. That's that's. Listen, Jew boy in me from New York is very <laughs> the Jewish kid. Right. Nice. Listen, it's it's. Hey, come on. It's going to be like Hooker, right? Is he going to go through? It's going to be like that midlife crisis film. It's a 70-year-old life crisis film. I love that movie. Can it just be Hook 2? (laughs) Can it just be an untitled Hook (laughs) 2? Seriously, watching Hook, I'm always like, Spielberg was going through something here. (laughs) he's he's definitely abandoning like that youthfulness and is about to be on the verge of like, I'm going to make a movie with Liam Neeson and his giant... And we're going to no. win Academy Awards Whoa. and it's going to be called Schindler's List and I'm going to become Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he did. Yeah, that, yeah, he did. And I like that movie, but that movie is is definitely, I feel, I'm like, I can feel you going through something here. You are having a weird, like, identity crisis. <laughs> crisis. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my next one yes. is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ah, see, Doctor Strange is at my number six. Uh, right below that is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever at number seven. It's not on my list. Okay, see, it made my list, and it made my list so high because I really, really did love that first movie, so I'm curious to see what the sequel is. But I guess it's kind of morbidly this high on my list because I'm really curious to see where it goes after everything that happened with Chadwick Boseman. I think that's exactly why it's off my list is because like I enjoy that first movie and I enjoyed Black Panther's run. The drama and the story changing and like not really getting a confirmation of what this movie is. I have no like interest. Like show me a trailer and I'll let you know if I'm in, but anticipated not for me. Okay. All right. Um, and, uh, Dr. Strange for me sitting at number six, probably I'm curious, probably for why it's at seven for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. Hopefully Spider-Man stuff's in it. Hopefully a lot of crap's in it. Let's be honest. Uh, we're hearing about all the reshoot back and that, which pushed it back a little bit more as well has me. I've been trying to avoid the spoiler stuff for that, but even if like 1% of what's been on the internet for the reshoots is true, I'm gonna if if spider-man blew my mind <laughs> right right and i'm <laughs> really looking forward to this yes and having also finally seen the doctor strange what if episode uh that in the trailer has me very interested as well that was awesome i'm glad they went that way i'm glad they're like oh we're making animation stuff but it's actually continuity like that's agreed. really cool agreed really although cool. now i really want them to go and do it do a what you want the out. zombie Avengers? Oh well, they're doing they're doing a, a zombie Marvel zombie show. I am so into this. Yeah, they 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 announced that they're just going ahead and spinning it off. I'm so happy right now. I loved oh, yeah. that episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the comics. Like the Marvel zombies were awesome. Written by your boy Kirkman. Hey, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> All uh, right. What's sitting at your number six, bud? Uh, my number six is Black Adam. 
Oh, sh- I forgot that was coming out this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black Adam. I mean, you're talking about. I've already said that I'm the biggest Rock fan. Um, and you're talking about a property that he's been signed to since like 2009, 10 maybe, <laughs> and like finally coming to fruition is wild because usually you know you see a an actor attached to something that and if something's not made between four to five years they're gone they're they leave yep. the property so the fact that now we're getting this movie with him and there's footage like it's been filmed i'm ready yeah yeah it i'm i'm mad i forgot that was coming out this year but i guess the all, all the movies man there's just so many because yeah uh, I I almost forgot for a second. My number five was coming out, mm-hmm. and uh, until I went, wait a minute, that's this year, right? And that's Evil Dead Rise. You know what? C- completely forgot about it. It's not on my list, and it would be. Yeah, that's uh, the minute you said Black Adam, I was like, I don't know how I forgot that was coming out, but yep, yeah, Evil Dead Rise is number five for me because the minute I I did the double check and I was like, that is this year on H. Actually, yes, it is. I absolutely. That is a top five for me. Where does it fall in top five? Like that was a, I know that's top five. Once I realized that was this year. Ah, man. Like I wish I knew that. I think the list that I looked at didn't give me everything because two movies that, you know, you've talked about, like weren't on it. So yeah. Rolling Stone did not do me justice and neither did one of the geek squad. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right. Well, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) But I know, I know now you're like, Ah, uh, that would be in my top. That would. It would be. Um, but my top five does have Mission Impossible 7. I mean, it's nice. it's no no secret. That's my Jimmy Jam. Like, that's my spy movie that I absolutely love. And since uh, McCory has taken over, like, those movies just keep getting better and better and better. So I'm looking forward to this next two installments. Yes. Uh, what is at your number four? Uh, Flash. Oh, nice. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Keaton back, man. That's got me uh, really stoked. Oh, uh, let's go. We, yeah, we talked about it last week. Batfleck is back as well. Ah, uh, let's go. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to erase Zach Schneider. Everything. So. <laughs> yeah. everything. It erases everything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about all this erasing. <laughs> I'm excited for it to get erased so much that Batgirl is actually... Uh, on my life now it's it, it i i actually am excited for batgirl because keaton's coming back for that as well yeah but that's 2023 right is that i thought that was uh i thought they were trying to drop that next year as well uh, because I really that's an that. hbo max exclusive no oh yeah that is that is that's right yeah blue beetle was the movie that was hbo max but now it's a theatrical movie yeah so um, they may do the same with uh batgirl down the line yeah, that would be. I, I think Batgirl yeah. deserves a theatrical, but we'll. Yeah, we'll get, yeah we'll I mean, you're getting Keaton. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um. All right. So number I three. My four was Jurassic World. So yeah, what is your number three? Well, you tell me your number three. Okay, my number three. Yeah. Sticking with Warner Brothers for a second. Okay. I am vengeance. <gasps> the Batman. Ooh, that's my number one. Spoilers. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I think you're gonna you're, gonna. you're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna really. My number. Oh God! <laughs> I cannot. Oh no! Oh, oh yes. no! It's not even on my list. <laughs> Damn it! See, that's what I'm saying. The list didn't tell me. Okay, well, I'm kicking off the Lost City and Oak and Spokes too. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I saw Hocus Pocus too. Like, I'm excited for that, but that is not even making my like top. 20. Oh that's man, like top thirty. Yeah, see, <laughs> I got I got shafted on the list because I know what your number one's going to be, and that's going to be in my top six at least. Wait. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Sports okay. three. Ah! <laughs> is it, was right, I Jordan, right? Peele, Jordan Peele is booted from my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you didn't have that at all? No. Oh, but now so, that's my number one. Okay. Okay. There it is. See, that's what I'm saying. What an anticipated list that just got changed. Oh my God. Off the spot. This is live, baby. This is yeah, live yeah. podcasting. Okay. So now I want to give you my number three then. Okay. Creed 3. Nike, I forgot that Jordan. <laughs> you mean Michael B. Jordan's directed that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you're flustered, baby. I am so flustered right now. Let me tell you, if there's a series that I love with absolute heart is the Creed series so far. So the fact that he's doing part three and the fact that he's directing part three, even more so, like he went straight Stallone, let's do this. Yeah, that's going to be a great film. Um, yeah. All right. So now I'm all confused on my, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to give you what the new top three are. Okay? okay. Give it to me. And you'll know three and two were originally my two. and So at number three okay. now. Across uh-huh. the Spider-Verse Part 1. Okay. You know that I love that first film. Yeah, um, you do. Number two, The Unbearable Weight of Massive, of Massive Talent. It was on my list, too, so I understand. Oh, yeah. And number one now is Clerks 3. Clerks. Nice! Nice! Uh, my is totally the list from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning of the show. Um, my number one is The Batman. My number two is Halloween Ends. Uh, you know, I'm pissed at myself for not even putting that in my top 20 Halloween ends. Yeah, you should be a douchebag for that. I kind of am. <laughs> um, maybe I'll get rid of that Liam Neeson. <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> oh, you're getting rid of a charter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's out. <laughs> Uh, so uh yeah uh, sorry liam neeson you do not sorry. get love. not uh, saying we're not going to watch the hulu exclusive on charter but <laughs> halloween ends there we go oh man that made my day holy crap right, did that yeah. make my day well, awesome that was, that was fun that's a fun i think that's a great list it's you know, a lot, a lot of, listen, Clerks Free Love, baby. <laughs> I don't think there's a better 25 most anticipated list ever. <laughs> <laughs> Insert whatever number you want. Yeah, hey, well, we, we, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say this. We gave you some movies to be excited. You, you heard how excited we got? You got to be excited now for Clerks 3. You have to, especially since we forgot they were coming. Things yeah. like Evil Dead Rise. Well, I remembered Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> well, you forgot Clerks, mother sucker. That's true. Well, you know what? I was so busy watching Clerk to round oh, out yeah. last year. This is true. We fell asleep to it while we were waiting to record again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was all that long time between. I just forgot things, okay? Obviously. Yeah, the oh, dog God. ate my original list, and then the other dog ate my second list, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right, so well, to wrap this thing yeah. up, yeah. Uh, Zach, 
thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Wonderful. The two weeks in a row, it's it's impressive that we made that happen. <laughs> I'm so glad I get to be your first two guests. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I planned it that way. I couldn't have planned it better. That's how this show operates. Um, <laughs> promote yourself, brother. How can people follow you, Zach Speakeasy, uh, new episodes? How, come on, man. Lay it all out oh. there. We, you didn't You didn't do it last week. No, I did do it last week. I just didn't do it at the start of this one. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Zach Speakeasy. Also follow Hunter's Pod on Instagram, both of those. Uh, we're on every streaming platform. Just uh, look for Zach Speakeasy or Hunter's Pod. We're also on Untapped. We're rating beers, baby. That's what we do here. Uh, yeah, and we have LinkedIn. Perfect. I hey, we got a LinkedIn up, my friend. Yeah, linked me. Yeah, I'll link you. Oh, I want to see your LinkedIn. Oh, <laughs> Liam Neeson's LinkedIn is so big. So big. How big is it? All right, it's end this marathon <laughs> recording of the show. <laughs> it's been unchartered. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Bye. Bye.